So, um, hello everybody. We thought we'd just uh, use a bit of our time to chat about what we've done over the last four weeks. And I have the privilege of having Dwayne Smith with me here. Dwayne, would you just say hello? Hello everybody. <laughs> so, for those of us who don't know who you are, Dwayne, tell us a little bit about yourself. You guys are leading at HCF for quite some time now. Just let us know maybe um, yeah, a little bit of background and your family and so on. Yeah, okay, so I grew up in a little town of Crichton, yeah, mom and dad were missionaries and then farmers and so, yeah, grew up on a farm and, uh, yeah, ended up in, in the Howick Hilton area at about grade 10 and um, been involved, you know, in the churches um, around here and so, yeah, actually joined HCF 20 years ago. That's when I met uh, my wife, Lauren, so we got married a little while later, so it was a very good move, and um, yeah, we've been married uh, since 2010, and we've got three wonderful children, Levi, who is about to turn nine, uh, he's in grade three, Anna has just started grade one, she's loving it, and Hudson's in his final year of uh, pre pre-primary so anyway they're quite close together but we're having having lots of fun and yeah so been in church here at this church for 20 years and um been leading the team for three years now so yeah this is excellent hey? i mean uh i've known Dwayne for some time now and uh, as our friendship has developed we've just realized there's a, a real depth in his relationship with god and we've loved the way that um he's just with his family serve Jesus. I'm sure, Dwayne, over the many years that you have served Jesus, there's been times in your life where you've been under pressure. We've, we've been chatting the last couple of weeks about just how to, how to build in the good times so that when the pressure comes, we have something to, to depend on. Um, can you think of a particular time in your life, I'm sure there's something where you felt like, hey man, I'm just under pressure from all sides. Tell us a little bit about that. I don't know if you have a story you can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes life feels like, is there a moment where we weren't under pressure? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and, and then the bigger pressure comes and we realize, no, that wasn't much pressure. That was just a little pressure. <laughs> it's, yeah, anyway, that's encouraging, isn't it? <clears throat> Uh, I think of, I think of, I mean, yeah, there's, there's obviously many times like all of us, but I remember one time where I, <laughs> I bought a vehicle and I'd prayed about it and I'd got advice and felt the Lord leading to buy this vehicle when we bought it. Um, just before we bought it, the Lord spoke to me when I was on my way to fetch it quite far from here. And it's amazing. He spoke to me and just told me something's wrong with it. So I was so stressed. And I had my son with me, and we picked up this car, and it all seemed fun until we, we got on, you know, got a little bit over 100 kilometers an hour. And then we realized it was a major gearbox issue. Mm. Um, but it took a little while, so I remember stressing in the next few weeks, uh, trying to work, work that all out and yeah. being under serious pressure. It happened to be the same time we were negotiating for the house that we've moved into, yeah. and it was all, like, brand new stuff for me, like... Um, you know, fighting with someone over a car, but trying to fight well, and um, and yeah, I, sheesh, I remember being under serious pressure there, and I remember it it looked like it was going really badly for us, and I and I, I just felt the pressure that this could really cost my family mm. for something we've done. But I was like, Lord, you told me to do this, you know, <clears throat> you know, please don't embarrass us here, Lord, please don't you know drop us here. And I remember I would um, 
yeah, I remember so many times just being under pressure before having to phone this guy or whatever, and then I would just drive into the forest, uh, just a little down from our church offices, and then I would just pray and just pray, and then the Lord would just tell me, I've got this, trust me, keep praying. I've mm. got this, I'm doing something. I couldn't see it, but like there was a sense of daring to believe it, and there was a sense of victory, which I think is faith, you know, a, a taste of the victory before the victory, even when you can't see it's possible. Yeah. And, you know, faith is the evidence of things unseen. And, like, when the Lord speaks to you, it's like you get to taste the victory, even though, like, it seems impossible that there will be a victory. And then it worked out so amazingly that these guys, even though they weren't good guys who sold the car, <laughs> they ended up paying. But when I look back at it, it wasn't through my clever yes. conniving. The Lord did something there that I can only give him credit for. The way it all worked out, they ended up buying a new gearbox which they did not intend to do wow. it was they got cornered by their own nonsense wow. and that can only be the lord it was Wonderful. it was incredible so yeah <laughs> there's one story yeah that's that's cool I, I remember that um that time and i think when i think back about that time duena i think how um there were so many other things in your life happening that god was um i suppose his purposes in your life working out at the same time when these things seem to happen on the side and put yeah. pressure on every part of our life. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the fact that you say like, hey, I went and I prayed and I spent time with God is so good because I think those are the areas that give us strength when pressure come in our lives. Um, tell us a little bit about just your um, call, of, the call of God on your life and how important it's been for you to make sure that you focus on the right things. Um, I think pressure does come and go, like you said, most times we often feel under pressure all the time, but especially when we make a decision to say, I'm going to live for the call of God and for what God's called me to in my life. Um, help us to understand a little bit how to interpret when we, when we make that decision and pressure comes our way. What's, how have you dealt with that? Um, sometimes when you feel like, you know, is this going the right direction? Is this what God's called me to? There's so much opposition. What helps you to push through and to, to pursue that which God has called you over the years? Yeah. Uh, I think there's so much to that. But, like, I think for me, like, one of the gifts for walking through pressure has been pressure. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, as a... As a youngster, like things went really pear-shaped in my life when I was serving the Lord, and like circumstances went really badly, and I, I was so alone, and it looked like I had no future to me, hmm. and you know, I, I felt betrayed. I felt I was felt completely alone, and in those times, I remember going out at night. And just like reciting psalms because like I was mm. so desperate for hope, I had nothing hmm. that I just like I just grabbed those scriptures and I started praying David's prayers hmm. and I, I literally learned some of them off by heart hmm. and I just spoke them over and over again and I would go out at night, look under the stars and then I would feel like God said to me things like what He would say to Ab like I, I would have the words of Abraham. God said to Abraham, you know, look at the stars. I'm going to do something with your life. Hmm. And like I just dared to believe, you know, even if I'm, you know, falling into sins of grandeur or something. <laughs> but I had no hope. And so like that's the only place I got it. Yeah. 
mm. was, and so I would go out at night under the stars and I would just talk to him and my family would be watching TV and mm. I would sneak away mm. outside. And yeah, there was life there, but that pressure taught me something, you know, that mm. like, ah, uh, like the life and the, and, and the truth and the reality that, and, and seeing what God actually brought hope into a hopeless life and, and seeing what he did, I just, um, you know, I felt called by him. And I feel, like, in a sense, I feel we're all called by him. Yeah. You know, we all say yes, yes to him. He's got a plan for all of us. Right. Yeah. And so for me, it's just saying yes to whatever he had in mind for me. <laughs> nice. um, and so, um, which took surrender because I had my own ideas of what yes. I wanted him to want me mm. to do. But, um, and, but you know, Donnie, there's been times where like I'm, I'm serving him and I'm doing what he wants and like, it's almost like I get kudos for it. I, I'm popular because of what I'm doing for the Lord. Mm. But then there's other times where because of what I've done, I've been very unpopular. Mm. But because of those times when I was 17, 18, desperate, yeah. and he was all I had, <laughs> mm. and I was holding on to him, it's like even if I'm unpopular and, and no one's with me, like I just can't turn away nice. because I know he's all I've got. Brilliant. And everything I've got, I know, is, is what he gave. Because, like, I know I'm, I'm nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like, uh, I, and to me, that almost confirms my call as well. Because I'm like, Lord, w you know, whether this popular or unpopular, I'm still going this way because I don't see another option. You know, like he's, Jesus said to Peter, mm. you know, do you want to leave now as well? Mm. It's getting hard. It's unpopular now. Yeah. It was popular. Now it's not. <clears throat> and, and Peter yeah. said, Lord, where else are we going to go? You alone have the words of life. And I've experienced that. So, like, I think, and that confirms it. Okay, Lord, I'm not just doing this because it's going to impress people because actually now people are hating me for it. Yeah. But I'm still going this way. I'm like, this is real. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. And I, I hope if uh, there are some of you young guys out there listening, um, that you just take this to heart, you know, because that which God does under pressure has such a huge impact in our lives as the future unfolds. And I think if you build solidly in that relationship with God, that's going to stand you well into the future. So, Brad, then um, let's talk a little bit just about relationships. We've kind of tackled those, those four things over the last four weeks, talking about how to make sure we focus on God's purpose for our lives, even when the pressure's on to make sure our prayer and faith life is, is solid in the good time so that when the pressure comes, um, we have that to fall back on. I know that my relationship with you has grown over the past. It's put a lot of pressure on you. Um, <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know if I'm just um, projecting from my side. But, <laughs> but bro, friendships and relationships are sweet when they yeah. work. Um, but they can also be a source of pain. And they can also be a source of disappointment. How important is it for us to not just work on our relationship with God, but to make sure that we build relationships where there is accountability, where there is input, where we can continue to grow, et cetera, et cetera, and also find joy and partnership in those relationships? How do you, um, in all those years of serving Jesus and still loving to serve Jesus, how have you um, managed your relationships and what do you think is important in friendships and relationships yeah i, I mean I, I just think 
you know, many times we don't actually realize, you know, how desperately we do need community, how desperately we do need, you know, um, people in our lives. And I, I remember um, when I was in my teens, my uncle, you know, coming to me and just saying, you know, giving me some wisdom from his life and saying, listen, be friends with whoever is willing to be friends with you. And he said, um, you know, you know, sometimes like, I don't know, in the teenage years, you kind of like, oh, I'll choose to be friends with them because it'll make me look good or whatever. Mm. And I remember him just coming and saying, listen, be friends with whoever. He says, because I've learned that when the crisis hits, you're amazed at actually who sticks with you. Mm. And it's not always who you thought. Mm. So you actually don't know who your friends are until crisis hits. So mm. just be That's friends true. with everybody. And, you know, so like, <laughs> I, you know, and I, you know, I think it's, it's hugely important. You know, even... Um, you know, over COVID, you know, I, I, I see guys heading online and whatever, but there's there's nothing like being with real people mm-hmm. and, and getting to know people and people knowing us, you know. And, gee, I, I mean, I, uh, you know, when we do things like church together and we do this this community together like the Lord intended, like we see in Scripture, it's actually, it can be hard, you know. And so we, we end up, um, you know, the moment comes where like our rough edges are mm. showing up and it, there is a choice there that we could just pull away. Mm. Um, it almost seems easier, but it's so dangerous, you know, and like, mm. I mean, I've just learned to stick through it and, and the relationships that you, you go through something, it's amazing. Like mm. you end up, those rough edges come off you, but yeah. also those relationships go so deep if you've mm. had something to work through together. Mm. It's like um, that it, it goes to, it's it's such a gift, you know, and I think, yeah, many people just pull away when it gets hard, where actually the good stuff lies beyond that, yeah. is actually still stick through, you know, yeah. still be committed to each other, even if it mm. it's feeling a bit hard or, you, you know, that is normal. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not sure if I'm even going off point here. No, I'm that's lacquer, Brew. We appreciate that. Um, the last thing before I let you go, Dwayne, is... Um, I love the story that you you talk about how as a young man uh, you had times with God and God set you apart. What would you say to our youngsters? What would you say to the young people if you had a chance to, to just give them something from your life and encourage them? What would you charge them with? What would you challenge them with? Yeah. I I mean, I actually think it is, it is that... Um, uh, my life has moved forward in the moments when I'm pressing in with prayer in, in time with the Lord. And and then there's moments where I pull back from that, you know. Things are going busy. Even the things I prayed for are now working well and are kind of less mm. desperate to spend time with God and distracted yeah. by other things. And and then life doesn't seem to move forward until you kind of realize it's not moving forward and you get desperate enough to go back to him, you know. And mm. I mean, I'm embarrassed by that, but that is my story. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I, yeah, I, I have told young people before, and I mean, I'll say it again, it's like, and whether you're young or old, like, go spend time with God and, like, yeah. just be with him alone, you know, whether under the stars at night or early in the morning, whatever, you know, wherever you can. But I remember Alan Frau saying, you know, um, you know, um, a habit creates a habitat. You know, if you just get into a habit of it this time and that day, on those days, I give this time to the Lord. Before you know it, there's a habitat, there's a dwelling place for the Lord, and it's incredible, you know. And so, like, I remember as a young man, you go and you try and spend an hour, and, like, after 
two minutes, you've prayed your prayers and you're bored and I don't think I'm hearing God and I'm going to do this again tomorrow. What? Like, that's not going to work, <laughs> you know. And But then something happens along the way yeah. is that suddenly, mm. like, God starts speaking and you, you start to learn to hear his voice and you start to learn how to pray. And, mm. you, you know, you learn that often that blockage sometimes when you're trying to pray is sometimes just disobedience not a problem on god's side it's normally it's always mm. been on my side just my experience and um <laughs> you know so often when you're trying to have a prayer and it's a horrible time it's, there's normally a bit of examination oh i didn't obey i didn't sorry lord please yeah. forgive me put you first but then it's incredible and and those you know if you create a habit of praying like it's amazing how life moves forward it's amazing how god gives you the next step that you need to do something you didn't weren't even aware of he tells you and you need to sort it out it's like it's unfair advantage it's a, you know. nice well so good to spend time with you Dwayne. thank you so much for your time and um most certainly we're looking so forward to having you guys with us um next weekend on the friday with the young guys and also on sunday with us so um thank you so much thank you for the blessing you guys are to the community of god's people and the kingdom and uh yeah we're so looking forward to that um spending more time with you so guys uh yeah i i think it's so good for us to be able to have these conversations and it's been super helpful for me and insightful and uh we'll see you guys soon Cheers, everybody. <laughs> That's good enough, bro. <laughs>